0: Copen in Copenhagen, Copen in Copenhagen, Copen in Copenhagen, Copen in Copenhagen. This is a podcast about hanging out in Copenhagen. Hello and welcome to the Six Show Podcast, Coping Copenhagen News Roundup. My name is On. Uh, Marius, my co-host, is sadly can't be here this week. He is running a festival in Copenhagen, so he is, um, he's pretty busy, so we'll, 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 we'll forgive him. Like I said, this is the News Roundup, which comes out every Friday. We bring you stories from around Denmark and Scandinavia and deliver to your ears. Every Monday, we bring you an interview something about uh, life in Copenhagen or Denmark or Scandinavia that we thought would be interesting to you. But like I said, you are listening to the news roundup, so let's bring you the news. We're starting off with IKEA. IKEA has brought out a statement saying that instead of the 45 trucks they normally receive of fantastic Scandinavian goods uh, every day, they are now receiving 35. This is to do with the uh, logistical nightmare uh, that is happening in the world. There is a uh, Huge problem with transportation and logistics for goods around the globe. Uh, You may start to notice it in little things just not being in shops and maybe something you've ordered not being able to get there so quickly. It's because there's a huge backlog with um, shipping containers and transportation. It's a very, very complicated uh, situation, but the very, 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 very basic idea is that um, the shipping containers, the big things that we use to ship goods around the world, are scattered around the world. This is, uh, of course, due to uh, COVID-19 and the lockdown and the world changing. Uh, these uh, shipping containers were, uh, instead of going to their normal, like, like one, two, three, four situation of back forth, like their logistical um, systems that they were used to, uh, during lockdown, they were moved around to many places that um, weren't on the normal schedule and they're stuck there or they've been moved somewhere else and because here's the thing there's a finite amount of containers and ships and things like that and and when you mess with the system it takes a while to put it back together so that's what we're dealing with on a global scale the strange thing is that ikea has come out and said this about their 35 to 45 trucks uh, because it shows that it's even affecting us here in denmark with sweden and I mean, we have a bridge. So it's it's an interesting uh, situation. But fair fret not if you want to get that quirky lampshade, but can't find it. Uh, IKEA has said that this situation should be OK by 2022, <laughs> which is which isn't great. But, you know, it's 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 it, it is the world we live in and uh, we were happy to wait for that um, futon that we've been looking at on the uh uh, uh, magazine. Uh, the other um, thing that's kind of interesting, what, what, the, the, because it's really starting to hit the news a lot about the, the logistical nightmare of the, 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 the shipping containers, is that um, Denmark plays a bit of a part in this. Um, we may not know it, but Denmark has the biggest shipping company in the world. It's uh, AP Møller and Meske. Uh, I apologize if I'm saying those wrong, which I am. Uh, it is the biggest shipping container shipping company in the world. and uh, You will see containers with those names on it around Copenhagen and Denmark. Uh, it was founded in 1904 by Mr. Müller and is worth $40 billion. So there is... Uh, uh, we're, we're playing our part in the chaos, guys. Don't worry. The world should take notice. Um, in other news, last week we reported a horrific incident um, in Norway uh, in a town called uh, Kønbøg which is 60 kilometers southwest of Oslo. Uh, and I I said at the end of that piece uh, that we will we'll surely hear more about it. And uh, I wasn't wrong. Uh, what we heard was the information we got was completely wrong. The story was quite audacious and um, horrific because it had it, it spoken about a, a, uh, a man who had killed five people with a bow and arrow, a Danish citizen. It turns out that uh, this information was wrong uh, the, the person, uh, the, the the person involved, Espen uh, Andersen Berton, uh, who has a uh, Danish mother and Norwegian father, stabbed five people. So it is still a horrific incident, but uh, he he actually stabbed five people. Uh, he then proceeded to attempt to kill a, a police officer with a bow and arrow. Um, uh, luckily, the the police officer survived, and then was seen during a uh, what is understood to be a thirty minute rampage, thirty five minute rampage in his hometown. Um, to to he was seen with a bow and arrow, uh, and, and 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 arrows. Uh, so it is um, it wasn't what was first reported, and also very important to stay say that uh, it was also reported as a terrorist attack, uh, and understood that he was being radicalized. That is now being changed that he. Uh, it is not been considered a terrorist attack. It is not considered to be uh, radical Islamically related. Uh, there is a thought that he may have been uh, involved in Islamic studies or converting, but it is not uh, involved, uh, thought to be involved in the actual attack. Uh, he um, has reported to have attempted to kill his parents last year. And uh, the police have said this is much more likely an incident of um, somebody who has a, a mental health um, illness or situation. So... Yeah, crazy that uh, news can spiral out of control so quickly. Um, uh, but uh, luckily it's been clarified. Uh, also a strange thing uh, was the, the fact that a, a Danish uh, movie was meant to come out, which had a a a, a, um, a similar theme to this horrific incident about the bone arrow killings. Uh, and that pulled its premiere uh, and pulled the movie from, from coming out um because it was so uh, close to to the incident now clearly they're going to have to uh, um, yeah come back from that maybe I, I don't know but it's it's mad how quickly this escalated this information escalated but anyway it's been cleared up now thank goodness uh, in another piece of news that uh, needs a connection to last week's news I, I spoke about uh, uh, municipalities within Copenhagen uh, dealing with um uh, hackers taking money uh, and sending it to uh, banks in the Netherlands. Uh, the Confederation of Danish Industry has warned people about scam emails. The Confederation uh, says people working in Denmark could be targeted by phishing scams emails. Involving emails from someone posing as a, ma- uh, a manager or a director from their company. As such, you should exercise extra caution before opening an email or clicking on a link in an email purporting to come from a senior person at your company, the Confedera- Confederation said. The Dangerous Industries Confederation has noted an increase. Uh, in phishing scams of this type during the autumn winter break during which people in many sectors take leave from work the phishing emails are a ploy to harvest personal information including passwords or steal money from victims so just keep an eye on uh, your boss's emails uh, <laughs> emails from your boss or managers because they may not be the person they say they are uh, in other news uh, the, the the doctors of Denmark have asked people to get a uh, a COVID test before popping in to see your doctor. Uh, They've seen a lot of people coming in with uh, symptoms uh, that may be COVID related and going directly to see the doctor in person and the doctors are saying, please uh, just double check that it's not COVID because uh, that's still a thing and it would be nice just to double check that before we meet in person. Uh, So yeah, it's just a little quick reminder by the doctor saying just if if it's fluy or if it's symptoms of COVID, uh, please go get tested before you come into the surgery. Uh, in other testing news, uh, there is a backlog of driving tests. Uh, driver instructors logging onto book tests uh, for their students are facing increased problems f- uh, finding a slot, says uh, this is a report by uh, DR. Uh, but here's a, this is the interesting thing. That's fine. There's a backlog of driving tests. That's normal in, in a lot of the parts of the world. Here's an interesting part of it. The Danish Traffic Authority took over responsibility for conducting driving tests for national, from the national police at the beginning of this month. A move designed to ease current uh, long waiting times. Although the test slots have been made available at a regular times on Mondays and Wednesdays, driver instructors are waiting times uh, are still waiting. Um, uh, are still finding a time uh, finding it hard to find get time Jesus how is that sentence so difficult it's, it's, it's booked up uh, but this is something that many people who aren't involved in driving uh, doing their driving test in Denmark or who, who's never even thought about it may not know that police used to do the driving test so when you went for your driving test in Denmark it would be with a police officer uh, and that has uh, changed to, to kind of ease up uh, the, the backlog on that. And um, I was always surprised that it, Denmark did it that way because I always felt it was, um, must have taken quite a lot, it uh, uh, must have been quite a pressure on the, the police force to have a police officer for every single driving test. Um, it was certainly not in, like in, in w- w- I'm, I'm sure in many parts of the world, it's generally just an organization that does uh, official driving tests. But uh, in Denmark, until this month, it was police officers. You would sit with a police officer. And they would do the uh, the the test. Uh, and another thing that they, they it's not uh, it, it that's one thing they change. And here's something they're not changing. Uh, in Denmark has the gov- Danish government has announced that uh, the uh, border controls which Denmark put in place in 2016 uh, to deal with the refugee crisis. <clears throat> 2015 has been extended to uh, at least at least i use that word i i put i, def, uh, I put a lot of um, emphasis on that word at least may 11th next year uh this is for those who may not have recognized it um denmark has um a much stronger border control compared to other schengen uh countries so if you're traveling from germany to uh, Holland or France, to Spain, you just cross the border. It's Schengen, it's open, you go. Uh, uh, Denmark, uh, in a controversial move uh, to do with the refugee crisis of 2015, started putting border checks and much stricter border control um, on uh, people passing through. Uh, You can notice this when you go from Germany to Denmark or Sweden to Denmark over the bridge. Uh, In a statement, uh, the government said, uh, The ongoing and significant threat to our public order and internal security caused by militant Islamists and organized criminals who are able to misuse free movement into the Schengen area continues to be of great concern to the Danish government. Um, So this is... (sighs) maybe bullshit i don't know it depends you, you, you can have your you can have your opinion i mean denmark doesn't really um denmark i mean if okay i'm not going to get into opinions here but anyway the 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 the, the news is that at least <clears throat> yeah uh, until may 11th there are still going to be border checks and that includes on the bridge and uh, any ferries coming to and from um denmark Uh, In uh, other sports news, uh, the uh, Denmark Open, which is a badminton uh, event, is happening in Odessen. Odessen, I think I'm saying right, Uh, which is the capital of Fun, the island right, right over the road from us here in Copenhagen. Well, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Next, next island over. Uh, It's a big uh, badminton uh, competition, and uh, the great news is uh, Victor Alexen. Uh, who won uh, uh, gold in the Olympics for Denmark in badminton is doing pretty good as of her time of recording. He is in the second round, and congratulations, let's keep going. Uh, it's a pretty big deal. Uh, the winner gets $850,000, so no small change. We're talking, that's, you know, that's, that's, that's. That's that's a pretty good day uh, of badmintoning. Uh, and this uh, event is being helped, uh, organised by the Danish Badminton Association, which was founded in 1930, because everybody was wondering, I wonder how long they've been around. It's since 1930. Uh, and finally, a nice piece of news about uh, Danish forestry. Uh, there may be uh, several hundred new forests planted in Denmark um, after authorities received 400, nearly 400 applications from farmers interested in a grant scheme for planting trees on their land. The Danish Agricultural Agency received 381 applications from farmers interested in the grant, the agency has announced. There are several reasons why Danish, the Danish state wants to pay farmers to plant forests. Danish Agricultural Agency head of the department, Frank Joseph Josephson Josef, 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 Cargo, Sorry, uh, said. Uh, forestation has its place in major uh, agendas being talked about in current times. It's all about reducing uh, nitrogen emissions uh, into water environments. Uh, it is also contributing to the reduction of CO2 emissions because forests absorb CO2. Yes, we all did. Uh, I think a lot of us did uh, <laughs> like uh, high school biology. Yes, they, we, we know that trees undo a lot of the bad things we do uh, on a daily basis and we should have more. Uh, yeah, so this is a, a, a EU-funded uh, program um, helping uh, promote uh, forestry, uh, forests and have granted a, a a total of 70 million kroner to, to, to Denmark to help this Uh, project. Uh, Farmers who apply will uh, get up to 28,000 kroner per hectare of land they want to convert into forests which is fantastic because Danish forests are beautiful and if you want to go to one in Copenhagen I would recommend going down to Vestama, uh, get the train, train metro right down to the very bottom of Vestama and keep going down straight from the station and you'll find a forest down there and there's some beautiful forests north uh, of Copenhagen if you just go um, like inland from Helsingborg. There's a beautiful forest and a lake there. Anyway, I'm just talking about nice forest now. But that is the news roundup here on CIC. Thank you very much for listening. Uh, we'll check out Monday. Uh, we have a new show coming out where we have an interview about... Life in Denmark after Copenhagen. Check it out on Monday to find out more. Until then, stay coping.